This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. I wash my hands of this weirdness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, August 27th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, I know you're freshly adjusted. How you feeling this morning? I'm feeling good, buddy. I uh, got uh, got to bed a little on the earlier side for me. I know it's not early for most, but I work late nights, so got the good night's sleep and uh, yeah, woke up, got adjusted. Here we are, nice and awake. Oh, uh, how are you, bud? Good. Always good. I'm I'm well. You know, uh, we talked about uh, air conditioning yesterday and how hot it's been and. Last mm-hmm. night was the first uh, cooler night, so woke up to, you know, a, a brisk room and had the covers pulled up and nothing more refreshing than that. Yeah, Jesse probably did not approve because it was not 80 degrees. So. <laughs> she did not. In fact, I think she pulled up an extra blanket. Uh, just, <laughs> All just... I know is, man, there's nothing better than when you have like a nice, cool, brisk room and you can just take that little blanket or a thick blanket, whatever it may be. And you get to throw it over. I don't know why that's like the best. Just having a cold room with a little blanket. Oh, it feels gone. so good. The only thing that would have made it better is if it was a Saturday or a Sunday where I get to sleep in and actually enjoy oh, it a little bit longer. Absolutely, man. I I agree. I did not want to get up. I'm not going to lie to you because I had uh, it's been hot as hell and I don't have AC. So having a, a cool room next door was whew, it was great. But knowing I had to get up for the chiropractor this morning, I uh I had forced myself. Of course, I knew I had the radio show right after that, and it's a tight window to do both. But uh, I pulled, I've pulled i pulled it off two weeks in a row now, so that's a good thing. Nice, nice. Well, let's go ahead and kick off today's show as I do kick it. every day with my question for a co-host. Tony, you've owned a number of homes over the years. Has yeah. there been one home in particular that has required just repair after repair? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um I'm going to have to say for sure that'd be uh, my first house. Um, we got so desperate into, it was 03. It was, uh, we we just, me, my ex and I, we got so desperate to just find a house that we finally uh, found one. Like it was totally like messy and everything when we looked at, it, but we saw past it. Um, we bought it, but oh buddy, man, it had, it had, all kinds of issues it had foundation issues like the house was sinking in a corner so like your doors 
like every time it settled a bit, you, your doors never shut correctly. So you had to get like a shimmer and you had to shim the top of the door. So the damn thing would shut. We had pipes <laughs> break. We had, Oh damn. That thing was literally the money pit. Like that house, we made it real good looking, but it was a real good looking money pit. That cost a lot of money. So yeah. <laughs> and home ownership isn't cheap to begin with. Now, if there was something that was uh, preventable, if you were able to prevent those repairs, would you do something about it? Oh, yeah. If you if you knew how you could prevent it, of course. You always uh, want to protect your investment. I agree. Well, that all goes to say, and this story comes out of the UK, so when I refer to the word lorry, I actually mean truck. Think of you like don't a mean semi Lori Armstrong driver? No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's just a cheap shout out. That was all. So the owner of a cottage wants heavy lorries banned from his village as his home has been hit a staggering eight times in a year. Matt Kilby says the large vehicles are a constant threat to the 16th century property in Wingham High Street causing him worry, anger, and frustration. And the latest incident happened just three hours after workmen had completed repairs from a previous collision. Mr. Kilby says the uh, only way to prevent future incidents is to prohibit the biggest lorries from coming through the village. Quote, the narrowest part of High Street just cannot cope with these sorts of vehicles, and the roads were not designed for them. I bought the house in 2015 knowing it had been hit before, but I had no idea it would become this bad. I reckon it's been hit at least 20 times. But Saturday night took the biscuit. Our workmen had just finished repairing and repainting when three hours later, a Polish lorry crunched into the property and we were back to square one. Oh, I feel so uh, bad for this guy. That's It's heartbreaking uh, knowing that as soon as a, a repair is done, here comes a truck just to smash it again. Oh yes, what right. you like that? You like that? You fix that little lorry right there. That's right. I'm listening to Limp Biscuit. I'm rocking out. I did it all for the nookie. Now I hit your wall and your damn lorry's broke again. You're welcome, TikTok Jerio. <laughs> Is uh, Limp Biscuit a uh, a big band out there in the UK? It's it's very big out here in the UK. All oh, like Fred Durst. I do. Uh, he's very, uh, he costs us a lot, but it's okay. He likes a hot dog water or something like that or some weird stuff like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but in any case, hopefully this guy, uh, you know, is able to do something with the, the township or, or whatever it is to uh, prevent tr- trucks from coming through there. Because, oh, I mean, I, I would think after the second time it was hit, I'd just say, screw it. It's staying. Yeah, we're done, Zo. Yep. Yep. All right, folks. Well, guess what? We have a hell of a show lined up for you today. It is Thursday, the third day. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? The third day. All right. Monday, one day. Tuesday, two day. Wednesday, when? Huh? What day? Thursday. (laughs) The third day. Okay. 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 All right, uh, being that it is Thursday, we talk about uh, America's penis and the weird things that go on down Whoa! there. Yes, we are you talking. Said, you said America's. <laughs> We're talking Florida, man. We have more life hacks for you. Our call-in topic today is your glitch in the matrix. We have Amazon movie reviews this day in history. Mm-hmm. And when we return, Tony is here with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few.
unable to listen to the whole show, a recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, August 27th. Now we have a little thing called the Phoenix Line. It's a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line giving you guys, the listeners and watchers, an opportunity to call in, leave a message on any topic whatsoever. That number, if you'd like to do so, is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O, 855-336-4973. Again, any topic, just to check in, tell us how you're doing. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We will compile those together and put them out in a future show. Now, in this show, it is the second segment, as we do each and every day. Tony is here with the entertainment news. Oh, yeah, it is Thursday, August 27th. I had to cheat and look at the calendar. (laughs) And this is your entertainment news, but we're going to roll in first with the Filippo Fast fight. All right. Peacock, cop, cop. To develop the TV adaptation of the short film Skywatch with Seth MacFarlane. Um, they've never heard of Skywatch. Don't know either. what that is. I don't know either. John Lennon's killer, Mark David Chapman, was denied parole for the 11th time. Good. You're never getting out, buddy. Ever. Carrie Underwood returns for a new season of Sunday Night Football. This will be the third season in a row where she sings the... Uh, intro song i don't know how much different it'll be than the last two but there you go you mean there's a new nutty yeah that's at least a good one but it's similar (laughs) it's you know they just slightly change it up a little bit not much um i don't i have to think of how it goes but i'm not gonna sing it new nutty professor movie is in the works uh no uh actor is attached to it just yet but uh, and it's not obviously not going to have Eddie Murphy. That's the most recent one. Mm. Originally already done by Jerry Lewis. Eh, feel like we really need this, but nope. There you go. If you're a fan of it, it's coming back. And Amy Poehler will direct a Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz doc. So apparently they were a power couple. I know who Lucille Ball is. I don't know who Desi Arnaz was. When you, but, uh, when you find out about what they did for television, it's amazing. They were the very first three-camera comedy. They were the very first uh, show with a live studio audience. They were the very first uh, show to start syndication and the very first show to uh, uh, start reruns. That is great. That's good. I remember uh, growing up and uh, my mom would watch a lot of I Love Lucy. So I've seen quite a bit of them as a kid, believe it or not. I but have uh, no surprise, because that was like the old school Nick at night, you know, when you were done watching Nickelodeon. Yep. All the black and white shows would pop on. So, yeah, and you didn't have Nick much, much else to choose from. So, uh, yeah. No. Yeah. A lot yeah, of I, definitely I Love Lucy well, what I, and Gilligan's Island and shows like that. Yeah, that's cool to, to know that that's happening. And who better than Amy Poehler to direct it? So. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to move on to the Flippo Fast Five into the news. Um, this first one is uh, going to be uh, about Tenant. Here's the first good sign we've gotten on advanced ticket sales for Warner Brothers Tenant here in the U.S., Movio Cinema Analytics Corporation tells Deadline that pre-sale tickets for Christopher Nolan's latest is outpacing his previous movies, Interstellar and Dunkirk, at the same point in their advanced sales cycle for the U.S., United Kingdom, and Australia. 
In the UK and Australia, Movio measured two days before the pick's opening this coming weekend and the U.S. a week prior to its early access August 31st preview. Uh, Movio noticed that there's a significantly more single ticket purchase for tenant, up 55% compared to Dunkirk's 20% and Interstellar's 47%. While the statistical notion has always been that advanced ticket sales aren't always a clear predictor of box office openings, in a pre-pandemic marketplace, that theory was continuously dismissed as we've seen massive advanced ticket sales for Disney and Marvel movies worth their weight in gold. Huge pre-sales for the last two Avengers movies and Star Wars The Force Awakens yield record domestic box office openings. Now we need to take the ticket advanced sales intel with a grain of salt. Big advanced ticket sales markets like New York, LA, and San Fran are still closed along with Seattle, Miami, Portland, and Philadelphia in addition to full states in New Jersey, Arizona, North Carolina, Michigan, Maryland, New Mexico, and of course, New York and California. So um, nonetheless, I, I didn't realize so many theaters and stuff are still not opening. Um, you're luckily in a place where yours is and I'm here in Colorado and we are. So I mean, good for us, but other people might not be so good, but I think no matter what, when Tenet opens, it's going to be the number one. Oh, yeah. Down. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, it's going to be going against uh, New Mutants and uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music, which opened this weekend, but I still think it's going to be number one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And this weekend, I think New Mutants will take the top the top dig be only because uh, the uh, Bill and Ted will also be on demand. I kind of feel that'll be a really more popular on-demand screening than yes. it would be theaters. So. Yep. Um, but nonetheless, movies are back, kids. That's always a good thing. Um, this one really is not news more as it is a fun entertainment story. So the title of this one is the Jackman Reynolds rivalry has moved to the flaming bag of dog crap phase. And this is Hugh Jackman versus Ryan Reynolds. They have friendly banter. I'm going to share the story just because it is pretty entertaining. Uh, the Hollywood bromance that will never die marches on even during a pandemic. Ryan Reynolds' birthday is coming up on October 23rd, and the actor's BFF Hugh Jackman already has a hot idea about how he can make Ryan's special day exactly that. Toasty! While appearing, <laughs> while appearing on SiriusXM's The Jess Cagle Show to hype his Emmy-nominated performance in HBO's Bad Education, the conversation eventually turned to the thought of actress Blake Lively, who's married to Reynolds, being quarantined with her husband. To think of what she's had to put up with, Jackman joked about having to remain indoors with Ryan for any considerable length of time. Let's just think COVID with Ryan. It's amazing. I just hope more than anything that she is on her own with her friends just really enjoying her day. Shortly thereafter, the conversation to birthdays and the fact that both Jackman and Reynolds celebrate theirs during the month of October. When asked what he plans on getting Reynolds for his birthday, Jackman's ideal gift proposal was just as nostalgic as it is nasty. The first thing that came to mind was a game we used to play as kids. Did you ever play that game? We used to call it Ring and Rung, Jackman said, while pointing to a vivid mental picture of the show's audience. Where you go and knock on someone's door and run away? So, of course, my older brother took it to the next level. And when you came to open the door, there was a package that was on fire. The package was filled with a with various amounts of dog poo from the neighborhood. So you would stamp it out. That's the first thing that came to mind. Um, ah, the old Ring Rant. Ring and run gag. Do people still make an attempt to execute this foul prank? Uh, I was probably 11 years old when I heard someone from my friend, uh, sorry, someone from my friend group putting this gross gag together. 
Personally, I was never too interested in scouring my neighborhood for dog poop. It says the S word. <laughs> so I just played Doom. Oh, this is somebody else. Uh, the the art the. Now it's just the guy writing the article. Gotcha. So basically, yeah. Hugh Jackman wants to has a gag. Get Ryan Reynolds a Fleming bag of dog poo for his birthday. It's so. funny. I've never heard it referred to as ring and rung. Um, ring and rung. Here, yeah. Here it's ding dong ditch. Yeah, it's always ding dong ditch. That's how I always knew it as as well. So, uh, but we never did the dog poo thing. No, we never no. did the Fleming bag. Nah, we would just ring the doorbell and then we'd hide and watch them open it and look around and then we start chuckling. <laughs> Uh, that actually led to trouble one time. I had one bad kid I used to hang out with and, uh, and the lady's like, Hey, and he goes, Hey, for horses and cows like you. I'm like, Oh, no. that was not cool. But that's the last time I remember ever, uh, ding dong ditching or ring and run. But I digress. This is the entertainment news, not our life stories. Uh, quick video game news here. Uh, yesterday it was announced that Cobra Kai, the karate kid saga, not only is that coming to Netflix and everything, but it's going to continue as a video game as well. Revealed really? for the PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Um, the game's going to be released on October 27th. Um, and it's going to be a side-scroll and beat-em-up old-school Double Dragon type game. Huh. All right. So you'll be able to compete for both Cobra Kai and the Miyagi Dojo Karate in order to unlock the game's ultimate unending. And yes... There will be boss fights and the animation actually looks it's cartoony, okay. but it shows, uh, you know, like there's a picture of Johnny in his skeleton suit, punching a young Daniel LaRusso in his chargers Jersey, um, <laughs> all animated. So could be it could be a fun little game, probably just a cheapy, like, you know, 10 to 15 buck game, nothing over right. the top. But, I hope, uh, I hope fan- they, Bring back the mini game that was in the uh, original NES Karate Kid where you had to catch the flies. with Catch the, the flies? I was just going to say that. That is super, super tough. That was a tough game, too. Yeah, man. it was. Uh, also in the world of video game news, but in real life as well, um, Super Nintendo World Construction begins at Universal Studios Hollywood. Woohoo! Yoo-hoo! So during the pandemic... Uh, um, it has caused some difficulties for Super Nintendo World in Universal Studios Japan and Orlando. It appears that the construction kicked off in Hollywood. Um, they showed a tweet uh, of the set design, and it was uh, Rolling Hills of the Mushroom Kingdom. Um, it arrived at Universal Studios, and it's going to be assembled at Falls Lake. Um, the Super Nintendo World attraction certainly sounds like the sort of thing that will bring in Nintendo fans. Uh, fans can expect to see attractions based on Mario Kart, uh, Power Up Brands. Visitors to, will be allowed to collect coins around the park. The attraction will focus on Mario. Um, oh, okay. It says, despite the name, the attraction will will just focus on the Mario family of characters as opposed to other Nintendo franchise, chi- franchises such as Zelda, Animal Crossing, or Splatoon. Hmm. So that's okay for now. I mean, I'll take it. But uh, it'd be nice to eventually incorporate Zelda and other things like that. Oh, absolutely. So. Donkey Kong. Well, I think Donkey Kong sort of counts in the Mario family of characters. Yeah. You know, it's funny is uh, I was telling you before we went on air, I started watching that high score on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And uh, back when Donkey Kong came out, um, they actually got sued by Universal for it being similar to King Kong. Ah. Now, I think I find it funny in 2020 that... Uh, Universal and Nintendo are partners, so 
you know, it's all in the same realm now, which is pretty hilarious. But, uh, you know, again, I digress going off. I'm stretching out a very thin entertainment news, but that was it. We'll roll on into the birthdays. It's my Oh, yeah. Super birthday day. Jim Tomey is 49. He is a former baseball player, played for the Phillies, I believe. I could be wrong. (laughs) Uh, Sergeant Slaughter, former WWF wrestler and G.I. Joe. He's 71. Caesar Milan. He's the dog whisperer. He's 50. Aaron Paul, who was uh, in Breaking Bad. He was he is 40. He doesn't look 40. But no. He's 40. And Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman. Ha! Ah, ah, yeah! He's 67. And that's your celebrity birthdays for today. <laughs> well, folks, that does it for the entertainment news. When we come back, we explore America's penis. Yes, we're talking Florida man and the strange things that happen down there. After these messages, we'll be right back. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. And we are back to the show. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, August 27th. Now, we're all over social media with many of you watching us on Facebook Live or YouTube Live as we speak. We also rebroadcast every evening on the AUN TV network. That's 13 straight stations across Northern California and Northern Nevada. Now, if you want to get a hold of me on social media, I am available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram at Christian Phoenix. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony dot Sanfilippo. That is S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four or on Instagram at Tony dot Sanfilippo 81. Now, being that it is Thursday, the third day, we like to explore America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. Yes, we are talking Florida man. Way to go, a-hole! Oh, Florida man. So this is the fun part of the week where we talk about crazy Florida people. Oh, so yeah. let's go on, strap in your your, your seatbelts, kids, because we're going down to Miami. Ground beef is not a valid form of identification, not in Martin County, not in Los what? Angeles, not anywhere. Say but what? A Flor- but a Florida man learned the ha- he learned this the hard way when he handed a taco to police officers who asked for his ID. This was after he was passed out. He had passed out in his car while sitting in the drive-thru in the lane at Taco Bell and his engine caught fire in the wee hours of, we'll just say August 1st, after downing several beers, Matthew Faulkner 30 made a fourth meal run to a Jensen beach Taco Bell while sitting in his Chevy pickup. As you he do. placed his order, <laughs> received his taco and promptly passed out. What happens next is Buster Ke- Keaton meets cops. A deputy awoke Faulkner and then asked for his ID. Faulkner said no before reaching into his bag and presenting the officer with a taco. Another deputy clarified that they were asking for ID, not a taco. 
Faulkner chuckled and began eating the taco. <laughs> to top it off, Faulkner had fallen asleep with his foot on the accelerator while his truck was in park, causing the engine to catch fire. Faulkner's blood alcohol content was between 0.227 and 0.225, three times the legal limit. He was booked on DUI charges. So many hashtags for this one. Hashtag taco, hashtag drunken stupid, hashtag hashtag slapstick. Hashtag fire safety, hashtag Florida. Hashtag Way to go, a hole. That's why I was chuckling so much in between. It just, uh, uh, oh, you can't make this oh stuff my up. God. That's yeah, why we have it Florida. It's just funny. So, all right. So, this next one, oh, these stupid, uh, I have the ad block pop up on this thing. So, right. They have the ad have blocker to, blocker. Yeah. I have to skip that one unless I can't do it. Oh. All right, sorry guys, technical difficulties. All these apparently have freaking ad blocks on them, so I have to watch. I have to click them on my phone. So, Plan B. My phone doesn't have an ad blocker. So, Florida man beats ATM and says, "Get it gave me too much cash." So we're going on down to. Uh, it looks like uh, I don't know where. Somewhere in Florida. Oh, Cocoa, Florida, Cocoa Beach. Oh. Okay. A twenty-three-year-old Florida man told uh, police he punched an ATM in November because it gave him too much mum. It gave him too much cash. Police charged Michael Joseph Olskik of Merritt Island on Friday with criminal mischief. Nearly a month into investigation of a disturbance at a Wells Fargo bank branch in Cocoa Beach, Florida. Bank officials said he attacked the the attack was caused at least five thousand dollars in damages. Authorities said Olsik can be seen on surveillance video standing in front of the ATM, pummeling the electronics teller's touchscreen on July 29th. A short time later, an apologetic also called the bank and told the manager that he punched the ATM because he was angry the ATM was giving him too much money and he did not know what to do. <laughs> Okay. Olsek also said that he was in a hurry for work and apologized for the damage to the bank's ATM. Wells Fargo contacted the Cocoa Beach uh, Police Department and asked to press charges. Olskik was arrested Friday and booked into the Brevard County Jail Complex in Sharpies, Florida. Way to go, a-hole! That was just funny, too. It's like, I I I don't know what to do! You gave me too much money! Stupid machine. I could understand somebody getting upset if it didn't give them enough money, but gave me too much money. Why would I be upset about that? Yeah, definitely. And so what? If you have to put it, if it's your own money, you're going to have to make a deposit another day. Right. That's just how it goes, man. All right. Not in Florida, apparently. two, Two Florida men were arrested in connection to 11 animals being stolen from the Santa Fe Teaching College Zoo. Uh, on Thursday, 19-year-old Austin Bruno of Clay County was arrested and faces two counts, each of burglary and grand theft auto, uh, Gainesville police reported. Police say they obtained a warrant for Bruno on Wednesday night, but couldn't find him at his home. He turned himself in on Thursday morning. Bruno is the second man charged in connection to the animal's theft that occurred over the past two weeks. Cedric T. Price was arrested earlier this week when police discovered seven of the 11 stolen animals inside his apartment. College police and Alchua County Sheriff's Office said that three Florida box turtles, two redfoot tortoises, a skunk, and a squirrel monkey were found inside the apartment. Why would you take a skunk? No goats. But 
No, no ghosts. That oh, okay. was all they took. But uh, nonetheless, they were arrested for stealing animals. <laughs> Way to go, a hole! <laughs> all right, <laughs> this one's a fun one. So, uh, Florida couple spent days in an unlocked closet. Thought they were trapped. <laughs> Uh, a pair of hap oh my god these guys are winners too a pair of hapless accused trespassers spent two days in a closet thinking they were trapped inside john arwood and amber campbell told police that someone had chased them into the closet at daytona state college marine and environmental science center on sunday once they were inside the janitor's closet they couldn't get out but it wasn't until tuesday that arwood decided to call 911. when daytona beach police arrived they discovered that the door did not lock Cops found human feces and suspected drug paraphernalia Seriously. in the closet, but they did not find any drugs. Arwood and Campbell were both charged with trespassing. Campbell was also charged with violating her probation. In 2013, she was arrested after escaping a mental health treatment facility. I'm going to laugh. Mental health is not a joke, but just seeing her face and everything kind of makes me chuckle. Crashing a car and escaping from the back of a police cruiser. According to the Orlando Sentinel, Arwood's record includes five jail sentences in Florida since 2000, with offenses including armed burglary, possession for more than 20 grams of marijuana, and fleeing law enforcement. Okay. Has the planet gone mad? Oh, it has, buddy. Wait till this one. Okay. We got time for one or two, right? Yes. Okay. So this one's titled uh, Florida Man Throws Whiskey Bottle Bomb at Chickens. <laughs> uh, and we're going to Fort Pierce, Florida, kids. A Florida man was arrested for allegedly making homemade bomb and tossing it into a yard full of chickens. 55 year old Scott Wagner, Wagner was arrested by St. Louis. County Sheriff's Office, according to CBS 12. He was booked on Wednesday. A witness said that Scott made an IED with a plastic Canadian mist bottle. The cheap whiskey inside was replaced with black powder and sand. A green fuse was added. He wanted to kill the chickens, so he lit the fuse and tossed it into the backyard where the devolved dinosaurs were hanging out. I don't know what that means, but okay. Investigators found little plastic pieces of the bottle and remnants of sand and black powder scattered in the yard. The witnesses showed detectives a bag that Scott left behind containing a pound of Pyrodex FFG black powder, eight feet of cannon fuse, and a coffee cup full of sand. Scott was charged with explosive possessing, make or attempt to make a destructive device, and still is in jail with a $30,000 bond. The dispute was over a BB gun, according to T.C. Palm. Scott was also known as Spider, and he had reportedly offered to pay a friend to crawl under the man's home to plan an IED because of a BB gun theft. It was not reported if the chicken survived. Toasty! Yeah, what an idiot. And do we got one more? Uh, yeah, I think we got time for one more. Okay, we got time for one more, because that's all I have on there. I actually got through all of them. Wow. Florida man, 33, robs gas station minutes after submitting a job application. <laughs> Tips for job hunters. Don't dip your hand in the till after submit until after submitting your application. Police say dim-witted Anthony Thomas stole $130 Tuesday just minutes after asking for work at a Sitco gas station in Ocala, Florida. Uh, the 33-year-old had only just handed over his full name and address to bosses when he spotted that the register had been left open. When the cashier's back was turned, surveillance footage appears to show him reaching over and lifting out wads of notes, and then he hid them in his clothes. 
Cops tracked down Thomas, who put up a fight before being arrested soon after. I didn't rob no store, he reportedly later claimed to officers. Um, <laughs> you're on camera, Anthony. Pretty and that good. is it. That is the crazies of Florida for this week. Way to go, a-hole! <sighs> Never disappoints. Well, folks, that does it for Florida Man for this Thursday. When we come back, we've got more valuable life hacks for you. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, August 27th. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to americamatters.us, click on the shows and podcast link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all while you're there. Be sure to subscribe so that way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Speaking of caring, we care about you guys, the listeners, so much that every once in a while we will provide you valuable life hacks that uh, you can take into your everyday lives and uh, you can always thank us later through your wonderful comments or calling us on the Phoenix line. So without further ado, here are some more life hacks for you. <laughs> so here's something I never considered. You know, I've always been a, a, a Skippy or a Jif kind of guy, but, you know, all the rage right now is the natural peanut butters. Do you ever get natural peanut butter tone? No, I stick to I stick to the Jif uh, or Skippy, although I did pick up a Trader Joe's crunchy one. I haven't tried it yet, okay. but uh, I did just buy a Trader Joe's version. Well, if you know natural peanut butter, when you get it, it has that uh, that layer of oil on the top. Well, apparently, if you store natural peanut butter upside down, it won't separate as much, and it obviously brings the oil to the other top, so when you flip it back around, it's much easier to spread. I did not know that. Well, that is good to know. Here's a life hack that uh, I'm going to have to share with Jesse because uh, this is something that affects her. It says, if you put something down temporarily, say it out loud. For instance, I've put my phone on the dresser. This engages many more areas of the brain, particularly the language centers, which creates a richer memory and makes it less likely you'll forget where you put it. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, yeah. Jesse can't remember where she put her phone, her keys, the remote. Uh, I keep saying we're going to microchip them all and, uh, you know, get some sort of like uh, EKP, uh, PKE meter to uh, find it. But uh, yeah, I was going to say you could go to Costco. They have the little uh, button attached thing. You just download an app. I mean, if she loses her phone. She's screwed. You can't find it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, if you don't know where you put it, you just you attach it to like your keys or something and then press the little app and it'll shoot off this button or this little sensor thing and it'll beep. So. Yeah, but, uh, you know, if, if this works, it's a free option. And so, yeah, just say, I have put my phone here on the desk. I have put my ass in the chair. <laughs> yes, I have. 
If you forget where your ass is, I think you've got bigger problems. I forget. All right, moving on with uh, valuable life hacks. Buy anything you need for the kitchen, plates, glasses, or pans from a kitchen supply store. They're almost always cheaper than big, big box stores. Plus, their stuff is built to last years in a commercial kitchen under constant use, so it sure as hell can handle your Sunday brunch. There are a few online shops, and my go-to has been Web Restaurant Store. Not my go-to, but their go-to. Oh, yeah. It makes sense. It does, you know, and uh, especially if you don't use your stuff as often as every day, just know it's going to last you from years, as opposed to as much as I love Ikea. Ikea is uh, short-term use, you know. You, you can't expect it to uh, last typically more than a year. Yeah, no, like, I, you can stretch it, but, man, things start falling apart real quick. Uh, I have some Ikea furniture that will not be making the next move. They'll be... Finding a home in the dumpster, so. Makes sense. And I, that's obviously why they design it that way, is that it's, you know, it's inexpensive, but it's meant to be disposable. So, moving on with our valuable life hacks. Um, if you are having trouble making a decision, flip a coin. While you're waiting to get the result, your mind automatically starts to wish for what it wants. So, instead of uh, letting the coin decide... It's almost like your brain is figuring it out first, and then uh, there you have your answer. Ooh, I like it. It's kind of like Two-Face. Every time he doesn't get the answer he like, he keep flipping. <laughs> well, no, he was he was pretty much uh, either or. So if it landed yeah. uh, heads, somebody was okay. If it landed heads with the gashes in it, then, uh, ooh, you were screwed. Yeah, you were done. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it's... Uh, that's another good one. It's a good way to decide if you can't decide, right? Yep. But isn't that weird, too? Because that does work. Your, your brain already knows what it wants. so. Right, right. It's almost like one part of your brain knows what it wants. The other part of your brain is like, eh, think it through a little bit. But typically, you go with what it wants. Let's move yes. on to the next one. If you want to wear something white or light in color, wear underwear that matches the color of your skin, not white. Um, not so much for us guys. I mean, we're pretty much t-shirt and jeans type people. You don't find us wearing linen pants all too much, but, uh, for the ladies out there, yeah, you, you never want the uh, underwear to show through. Yeah, definitely not. Here's one that, uh, actually I do on a, on a daily basis. So, uh, it says if you sit for several hours a day, find a simple routine to stretch out your hips and chest. It's an absolute game changer for people who suffer from chronic lower back pain as a result of being hunched over a desk. You know, luckily here at the studio, we have a desk that's higher so and a high chair, so I can alternate between sitting down and standing up and moving around because otherwise I cramp up really bad. Yeah, you got to be able to move around a lot because if you're just in one spot for too long, ugh, yeah. it's the worst. Yep, which is why you went to the chiropractor this morning. Mm, I did, yes. Yep. Let's get adjusted, man. Moving on with valuable life hacks. Yes, the more you know. A little bit of foreshadowing for our uh, segment a little bit later of Amazon Movie Reviews. For the most reliable information on Amazon items, read the three and four star reviews. Skip the five-star, skip the one-stars, go for that middle of the pack so that way you really know what people think because, uh, you know, the five and the ones typically 
tend to be either paid for or if somebody absolutely loves something or absolutely hates it, then it's going to be very um, one-sided in the review. Yeah, that's why I typically when I do reviews on things, I just stick to the middle. I try to find the good and the bad in both, you know. I, I agree. Unless it's unless unless it's just super fantastic, then I'll rave about it. But uh, you know, you gotta you gotta be open. If you're gonna review something, you definitely wanna be open on all ends of that. Right. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, Tony, are you a, uh, a two time a day brusher of your teeth? Two to three time, actually. That's always good. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it amazes me when people are like, oh, I haven't gone two days or three days without brushing. Yeah. yeah. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> two, two minimum, three maximum. I like it. Well, this hack is brush your teeth more thoroughly before bed after you're done eating and drinking for the day. Morning brush brushing is important, too, but more so for fresh breath. Evening cleaning will prevent bacteria from breeding and damaging your teeth and gums. Which makes sense. I mean, obviously, if you brush your teeth at night and get all the gunk out of the day out of there, when you wake up in the morning, the only thing you've got is morning breath. It's not uh, like you've got uh, food particles and things just sitting in there. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a morning brusher, of course. Um, a middle of the day brusher because your breath gets stinky. I usually will do it at work after I eat. And most people, they, they know me as that guy that sits in the corner and brushes his teeth after lunch. There's a sink over there, by the way. But uh, <laughs> And then at the end of the night, before I go to bed, I always brush my teeth, too. So yeah. Always a good thing. All right, You let's... got to keep them six out like teeth. Oh, as our friend Juan Pablo says. Yep. Let's move He's on with our, our life hacks. Tony, if you've got like a jar of pickles or something and just can't get the lid open, what do you do? I, I usually will hit it up. Try not to hit it super hard on the counter, but usually give it a good tap on the counter or something like that just to kind of, I don't know why that works. but Yeah, I know people who do that. Obviously, you hear the horror stories of, you know, the glass shattering. Uh, other yeah, people... I'm a little careful on that because I worry about that. Yeah, other people tap it with a heavy knife. The other thing you can do is if there's a jar or container you can't open, run the lid under hot water for 30 seconds. Dry it so you can get a good grip and then open it. They've never had this not work. Uh, part of the reason is that heat expands, and so obviously if the metal expands, it makes it a little bit easier to uh, to open up. Hmm. I will have to try that next time I have a lid problem. And that's why we're here, folks, just to, just to help you guys get through life. Here, <laughs> here's a hack that seems completely unreasonable, just in, in it, it's more work than it's probably worth. It says sometimes changing your pillowcase daily can help with acne. I, I, I don't have that many pillowcases that I could uh, change it daily. And, uh, I, you know, with my memory foam pillow, it's it's hard to uh, get it in there. So I do it pretty much weekly, not daily, though. Yeah. It's one of those when you as needed. <laughs> All right. And then uh, closing out these uh, valuable life hacks. Before we head into our long break, you know, we've all gone to a public toilet uh, that has the automatic flusher. You sit down, and it just keeps flushing on you. Well, before you use an automatic flushing toilet, drape a bit of toilet paper over the motion sensor. Or if you have a sticky note, stick that over so that way it doesn't keep splashing on you. Always a good thing to do. That's smart. Yep. Smart thinking. Folks, that does it for the first hour. When we come back, we've got the call-in topic of your glitch in the matrix moments. Folks, we'll see you in about seven minutes. Enjoy the news.
it up. Fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Wash my hands of this weirdness. Welcome back, folks, to the second hour of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, August 27th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm still joined by my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo. It is Thursday, the third day, the second hour of the third day. How you holding up? Doing good. And just to confirm, if any of you thought I was sick, my friend Lacey messaged me and asked if I was okay. I looked real pale during Florida, man. It's because I was too close and the lighting just made me whiter than I really am. But little, I'm good. A little washed out. I wake, feel, feel healthy, feel great. You didn't so. see a go, 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 ghost. No, no. And she's like, are you okay? I was like, did I start slurring words? Was I strange? <laughs> well, speaking of g- 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 ghosts, uh, this is the interactive portion of the show. We yeah, want, little friends! We want you guys to call in at the end of this segment at 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Today's topic is your Glitch in the Matrix stories. <laughs> So Monday, we talked about a uh, list of stories that, uh, you know, people that had experienced a quote unquote glitch in the matrix. These are unexplained phenomenon that uh, obviously, you know, the, the term stems from the movie The Matrix, where they explain deja vu as, uh, you know, something being changed within the matrix. And, you know, it sort of stuck into our lexicon. So, uh, you know, with that. Anything that's sort of out of the ordinary, a strange phenomenon, is uh, aptly named a glitch in the matrix. And uh, the reason we decided to do this as a call-in topic is because uh, one of our regular watchers and listeners, Lacey Yandra, decided to chime in after the fact about her experience. And so we wanted to find out what is your experience, folks. So we're going to save her story for after the break. But uh, Tony, what about you? Any glitch in the matrix moments in your life? Lots of them. I don't have any specific um, recently, but I have a lot of deja vu. And I'm not just saying because I joke every day I do the same thing. Like, legit, I've lived certain moments over again where I'm like, man, I've done this. And then, like, in my head, I'll know what's coming next, and then it happens, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. And it weirds me out. And it's happened happened a ton in my life. Like, I'm like, am I doing this again? Like, um. You know, what's weird is, uh, you know, going before my divorce, like uh, before, like we split and stuff, I had kind of visions of how things went. Like, so like I I had dreams of it, like how some things happen. And then like some of that unfolded exactly how that happened. I was like, whoa. So, you know, there's no specifics, but I can't really get into details because I have to really think about it. But, oh, yeah, it's happened. And uh and when it does happen, it, it like it literally stops me in my tracks where I'm like, whoa. And I feel weirded out by it. It just yeah. it's strange. I soak it in and I'm like, 
okay, this happens next. Like I've had work ones where I'm just like, oh no, this happens next. And then this, and then it'll start to roll out that way. And then luckily something different happens. I'm like, okay, it's over. So it's, <laughs> it's really weird. How about you, man? Um, you know, like you, I've had lots of deja vu. I, th I think everybody has at some point, you know, some more vivid than others, you know, where it's like, I, I know I've experienced this before. You know, it's not one of those things like this is somewhat familiar. It's like, no, 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 no. I remember every little detail down to smells or tastes or whatever it may be. Um, again, I can't think of a specific incident where that's happened. Um, I've never had dreams that come true or that predicted the future or anything like that. The only sort of unexplained phenomenon that uh, I've really ever experienced is uh, not so much a glitch in the matrix sort of thing, but uh, more on the ghostly side of things is uh, we lived in a house in Thousand Oaks, California that we are pretty sure is, was haunted. You'd see weird things out of the corner of your eye. And that for me, it would uh, uh, sort of emanate in uh, electronics being turned on and turned off to the point where you know, I'd be sitting at my desk in my room doing my homework and uh, the radio would turn on and uh, I'd make a comment like, oh, come on, just turn it off. And then it would turn off. And so, uh, you know, it was one of those uh, if it was a ghost, an intelligent ghost, otherwise just a very, very strange coincidence. Or what I like to think is uh, I'm moving things with my mind, maybe. Ah, Magneto style. <laughs> Ooh, that, that would be a good call-in topic, is what superpower would you have? Ooh, I like it. All right, I'm, hold on. You go ahead and talk for a minute. I'm just going to write this down. So Write that uh, down, yeah. So, oh, we, well, ghostly topics, that, that might be another good one, too, to jot down. I know that was one of yours, but uh, definitely I got some of those creepos, too. Yeah, we've talked uh, alien, uh, alien encounters, alien abductions, ghostly moments. And really, with this topic, Glitch in the Matrix, really, it's just any unexplained phenomenon. So yeah. what we're going to do is we're going to open the phone lines now to you guys. Again, that number, 844-790-TALK. 844-790-8255, toll-free from anywhere in the world. You can also chime in on our Facebook page as well, in case you're a little bit on the shy side, and we want to hear about your glitch in the matrix. <laughs> Folks, when we come back, it's all about you. Give us a call right now. Again, 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. We'll see you guys in a few. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, August 27th. We are smack dab in the middle of our call-in topic where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners, the watchers at 844-790-8255. That's 844-790-TALK. Toll free any from wow, words are hard. I, I words are always hard, there, brother. I almost got through this entire show without flubbing something, and it didn't happen. But yeah, in flubby wobby. Any case, that number is toll free from anywhere in the world. Our subject today is your glitch in the matrix story. 
So as I mentioned in the last segment, uh, after we did our Glitch in the Matrix stories from, you know, what was compiled, uh, listener Lacey Yandra chimed in with her own story. Tony, do you have that available? I do, yeah. So she uh, messaged me the other day about two of them and uh, the morning up. So I'm just going to read it as if it was this morning, even though it was the other morning. That works. But, um, like, um, she had a dream that this morning she found out she was pregnant with Bella. Then she took a pregnancy test and it was positive. And when she woke up, she didn't want to take the test because she was so happy in her dream that she didn't want to be disappointed. Um, if it was negative and it turned out positive, I was pregnant with Bella. Oh, that was the day she was pregnant when she found out she was pregnant with Bella. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. It wasn't so, uh, the yeah. day she wrote the, it wasn't the like note, the cause... morning. I was like, wait, that makes no sense. But if she did it that day, that she found out that's really awesome and it is you know yeah so that was a really cool one and she also sent me a message that saying you know sadly her father passed away uh years ago and uh her phone died and uh she's laughing at me now she goes that was 10 years ago uh the phone like uh she texted me her phone uh randomly will play black eyed pea song that her dad liked and that song is not on her phone so Kind of random that it just pops in. It's kind of her dad's way of saying hello. I like to hear the song. Not quite so scary, but, you know, it is uh, it is a strange thing. It's funny, um, the other day, Jesse was telling me, and, you know, Jesse's been working from home. You know, normally she travels half of the month uh, to the different communities that she oversees. But uh, with the whole coronavirus pandemic, she's been stuck at home and I think maybe stuck at home a little too long because she was telling me how she was hearing strange things in the attic. And then uh, out of nowhere, she was hearing the song Kokomo in different parts of the house but no source of where it was coming from. And so I'm pretty sure she's getting cabin fever and needs to get out of there. I was saying it was either that or uh, we've got a uh, squatter up in the attic named Jeff, who's a big Beach Boys fan. Whoa, Jeff, huh? Yeah. My name is Jeff. He's in the attic playing Kokomo because his name is... My name is Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I just thought of that, you know, uh, was it Jordan Peele that makes, uh, those horror movies and then they'll take like an old song and they kind of make it in his trailer, like a creepy, Yep. you know, tie. he needs to do that with Kokomo. Yeah. Uh, maybe i should do that when i've got a few minutes and then uh hide a speaker somewhere in the house just yeah make kokomo like into a horror trailer (laughs) such a good song i associate it with uh uh with full house though that's i used to hear that all the time yeah as a kid on full house yeah but folks we are talking uh weird occurrences unexplained phenomenon simply a glitch in the matrix we do want to hear from you Uh, even if your name is Jeff, give us a call, 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. You can also chime in on our Facebook page. Now, I pulled up that uh, list of stories uh, that we were reading before. We didn't get through them all, so uh, while we are waiting for people to chime in, I'll go ahead and take us through a few more glitches in the Matrix. So, someone remembers having a dream as a 15-year-old that was all blackness and talking. In the dream, she could hear her mother saying comforting things like, you're doing great, and it's gone. She didn't think anything of it, but a few months later, her earrings were embedded inside her earlobes, and she had to go to the hospital to have them removed. They applied some type of free spray, but it accidentally went into her ear, touching the eardrum. 
She was knocked out cold, but could still hear. And her mother was saying the exact same comforting things to her that she'd heard in the dream a few months earlier. Yeah, you hear about those dream premonitions all the time. Um, Jesse keeps dreaming that we're going to win the lottery. I hope that one comes true. Yeah, that one's a great one. My aunt does that, too. My aunt keeps thinking that Publishers Clearinghouse is going to roll up to her door. I hope it happens. <laughs> I just I just don't know, because uh, my mom thought that, too, and that never happened. I'd I was love... always waiting for Ed McMahon to roll up. Yeah, I'd love that for nothing more than just the oversized check. I've always wanted somebody to hand me an oversized check for some reason. Yeah, like, what do you do with that? I don't know. You're like, yay! Mounted on your wall? Who knows? I guess. Yeah. Oh, I cash that. I don't want to hang it. <laughs> Folks, we are talking uh, glitch in the matrix stories. In fact, uh, looks like we've got a caller on the line. So let's go ahead and go to that call. Hi, who are we speaking with? Yeah, this is Bob again. Hey, you know, I never got that ointment from you. I ordered, uh, you know, Bob, it's, Bob! It, it's on a slight <laughs> delay right now. So uh, you will want to make sure that uh, you keep checking your uh, your mailbox. But uh, it is on its way. We know uh, how urgent it is based on where you told us the uh, rash is. So. Oh, no problem. No problem. I know everything's crazy right now. Now, my question is, though, will you apply it for me? Uh, that is an extra charge, but uh, we will send somebody out to you. You know, uh, jobs are scarce right now, and people do just about anything for money. Yeah, we have a guy oh, named right. name Jeff. that'd be happy to rub it on there for you, buddy. Yeah, we'll send Jeff right over. Money's no object. Problem is, I haven't told you where it is yet. That may be down there. We know it's down yonder. We know you need it. You have a pair of smooth criminals, bud. Uh, Bob hung up, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we we did our prank call. Where were you on prank day, dude? I know, I know. <laughs> but uh, we like to have fun. In any case, uh, Bob, hopefully hey, one I day we find criminals. out who you really are. But uh, that'll be down the line. In oh, any case, uh, pardon the uh, the uh, slight... I want to say delay. It's not a delay. <laughs> it's, it's a glitch in the system. It's a glitch in he the popped, matrix. He popped in. Yeah, he popped in on a day that wasn't the topic. <laughs> All right. Speaking of glitches in the matrix, at age 10, someone was in a parking lot with their parents. They looked up at a nearby house and saw a teen in the window. The teen waved and the 10-year-old waved back. It felt like somehow they knew each other. Ten years later, this person was visiting their grandma's new house. They looked out of a window and realized it was a house overlooking the same parking lot from years ago. Then a girl around ten years old in the parking lot waved up at them. It felt like they knew each other. The person couldn't explain, uh, couldn't explain it, and was left freaked out. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Maybe that little girl 10 years later from there will end up in the house waving at some other 10-year-old. Yeah. You know, it's weird. That just reminded me. Um, I don't know what the what it is or anything, but there's a house that my uh, childhood friend lived in. I used to go over. Nothing bad ever happened. I have good memories of this house. It's in Carson City. And uh, for some reason, I haven't had it in a long time, but for a long time there, I was having a dream and that house showed up in all these dreams. It's not like it's a dream house, but like it, it usually was nightmares or something. Mm -hmm. But everything always took place at this house. Like that was always it's like the Elm Street house, like in the Elm Street movies. I always ended up at this house in a dream. Interesting. Very weird. Yeah. Sometimes just creepily, I will drive by it 
when I go home just for some reason. And I'm like, <laughs> it's just, it's just a house. It exists and it exists exactly how I remember it as a kid and everything's weird. Yeah. I, uh, there was one house we lived in uh, growing up that I would have a recurring dream of some dark figure pushing me down the stairs. And it was like night after night after night. And, uh, that got tiring after a while. Yeah. It's always weird. Like, it always led back to that place. It's strange. So I like that they incorporated that in the Elm Street movies. You know, when you have it in real life, you're like, holy crap. I'm back here again. All right. We are talking glitches in the Matrix. Here's one that uh, I don't know if it'd be uh, more concerning than it would be uh, slightly helpful. So a man described an occasion in which he went to grab breakfast at a small buffet that his job had every morning. The kitchen, was, <laughs> the kitchen was deserted as he went to a ceramic egg tray that contained 12 warm, fresh-boiled eggs. He took one and went to a nearby garbage bin to peel off the shell. Then he turned around stunned. There were 12 eggs in the tray again. Nobody had entered the room while he was peeling, yet this quantum egg had inexplicably reappeared. Well... Better the, uh, re reappearing eggs than them being on your countertop or in the carton and they start boiling and cooking. You know, right. And there, then you yeah. start hearing Zool from the uh, refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we got a couple minutes left. So if you folks want to call in on your glitch in the Matrix stories, you're still more than welcome to that number. 844-790-TALK. 844-790-8255. Let's move on with these stories. Every morning, on his, every morning on his way to work, a man would pass through a shopping mall. On one of the benches, he saw an elderly man who appeared to be waiting for someone. He was a fairly normal-looking guy, though he sometimes wore a piece of attire that wasn't particularly stylish, like a golfer's cap, logger boots, or a vest. Every morning for four years, he'd seen this man, but he never actually witnessed him meeting anyone. Then he got a new job located on a completely different part of town. Only a few days into working, he walked out of the subway, and to his surprise, he saw the same exact man sitting on a bench. Ooh, the guy's stalking him. I don't yeah, know if that's, that's a glitch uh, in the Matrix. I, I would watch my back in that case. Oh, absolutely. It's... Uh... Yeah, you've seen that. It reminded me of Poltergeist, like the old man with the teeth. <laughs> yeah. Caroline! Like, dude. He was creepy, creepy, but that movie was terrible. But that's yeah. that's a topic for another day. All right, and folks, as we uh, close out this topic, let's go ahead and read one more. After a school pep rally, a person and their friend decided to go to a Sonic across the street. You know, the Sonic drive-thru. Oh, Sonic, the places will go. <laughs> their friend dropped something, so the person crossed the street first. They were hit by a red Tahoe. They remember gasping for air and being in and out of consciousness until there was nothing. The person experienced their death. All of a sudden, the person was back in the stadium at the pep rally. Everything began happening just as it had, and their friend wanted to go to Sonic after the rally. Freaked out and curious, the person went with their friend. Just like before, their friend dropped their stuff, but instead of crossing the street, the person waited. A red Tahoe passed by. Unwilling to risk a trip across the street, the person told their friend they were going back to school. <laughs> Isn't that the plot of uh, Final Destination? 
Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> well, folks, that does it for our call it topic of a glitch in the matrix. When we come back, we've got Amazon movie reviews. You won't want to miss it. Come on back, y'all. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Thursday, August 27th. We mention a couple times each day. It is the Phoenix Line, a 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to call in on any topic whatsoever. You don't even have to interact with a human. You know how voicemail works. You leave a message after the beep. For instance, maybe you want to uh, give us your glitch in the matrix moment, and you just happen to miss the call-in topic there's still time to do so. The Phoenix line is available at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We will compile those up and put them out in a future show. Now, a couple weeks back, we did uh, some of the more hilarious Amazon reviews for products that are on there and came across a list of Amazon movie reviews and uh, just as much gold as there were in those original reviews, you get it here too. For instance, uh, somebody reviewing Manchester by the Sea, yes, that terrible Casey Affleck, Michelle Williams movie, they gave it one star and said, if I wanted to spend two hours watching a man who refuses to evolve, I could have lunch with the father of my children. Ooh. Did you ever see that movie, Tone? No, never seen it. So I can't even crap on it or anything. I, I've never seen it. Yeah. Unfortunately, my uh, ex-wife was into those romantic uh, Nick, Nicholas Sparks types type of movies, and oh, they, they were terrible. Got roped into a few of them. Unfortunately, Manchester by the Sea was one of those. Ugh. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. So with... I had to see that. Woof. Yeah. Let's move on with our uh, Amazon movie reviews. <laughs> yeah, we'll use the Batman uh, transition. This one for Silence of the Lambs. They gave it two stars. The title says, Not the kids' movie with clay sheep. Not sure what they were expecting, but oh. <laughs> says, uh, <laughs> it's not Shaun of the Sheep, right? Exactly. Or Shaun the Sheep. Says, Absolutely horrified. I thought it was a claymation movie with lambs. I got it confused with Shaun the Sheep. My three, three-year-old hasn't said anything since watching this. <laughs> you blame well, my problem with that is it's your fault as the parent the minute you turn it on and you notice there's no claymation guess what it's not a kid's movie <laughs> it puts the lotion on the clay where's sean where's little sean the sheep this is terrifying <laughs> be a better parent uh, it'd, it'd be uh, funny if the uh, three-year-old started asking for a nice chianti and some fava beans Let's move on to our next Amazon movie review. Oh, here's one that uh, could have fallen into yesterday's unclear on the concept. Here's a movie review for Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. They gave it one star and said, awful, looks like it was filmed in the 70s. Got news for you. It was. Eh, what a freaking idiot, man. <laughs> Do it. 
leave a leave a bad review. Do it. Do it. All right, let's move on. Here's somebody who uh, apparently doesn't listen to this show because they are not up on their history. They were reviewing the movie Titanic, gave it one star, saying this could never happen. Oh, yeah, a boat this big could really sink. Got bad news for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> it really did sink. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, people. Are, was, was, it, was it Carol Baskin? Ay, ay, ay. There's no cure for dumb. I'm sorry. No. Macho Man Randy Savage is not happy with your decision, yeah. <laughs> Actually, there is a cure for dumb. It's a, called a book. Read Ooh, one. Oh, yeah. All right, let's move on. Follow up on your history, friends. <laughs> you know, you've got empathetic movie watchers, and then you've got this person. You have, uh, they gave five stars to A Bug's Life says, I never knew the struggles bug, uh, bugs went through. It changed my life. <laughs> yes. Man, are, are they for serious? Are they for reals? It's hard to know for sure, but. Uh, it, oh, my gosh. That's funny, though. I mean, if you think that, uh, you know, those are the sorts of conversations and problems that bugs deal with. Educate yourself, folks. Yes. <laughs> All right. Moving on. This person gave a one star review to the Wolf of Wall Street because, well, there no, were no wolves in the movie. <laughs> Oh, man. There may have been no wolves, but there was Margot Robbie in that movie, and uh, I would give it five stars just for that. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, I saw that movie on uh, uh, Christmas of 2013. Like, um, I was going, I went and saw that. I think it was the first one I saw post-divorce, and uh, I went and saw that, and uh, it was just like, I was in there with a bunch of older people, man. And just some of the scenes in there, like the scene where they're in the bedroom and just watching it next to old people and they're getting up and walking out. It was a little uncomfortable. Or his uh, cocaine trip. And I enjoyed, oh gosh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That that was a hell of a ride for a movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a great flick. But uh, yeah, was. I was disappointed too. There was no wolves. All right, uh, let's move on. <laughs> So, uh, obviously, before John Favreau became mega director, you know, did Iron Man, he got that job because he did the live-action adaptation of The Jungle Book. Now, uh, this person, again, unclear on the concept, uh, gave it a one-star review titled Not a Book, says, despite being labeled as a book, this product is actually a disc. The Jungle Disc would have been a more appropriate title. Wow. 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 <laughs> yeah, very crazy. <laughs> uh, speaking of kids' movies, here are number one star reviews for a movie titled Frozen. No one knows where you're there, or no one knows you're up there. Obviously, not the Disney movie, and so you get. Uh, um, oh, no. <laughs> Uh, one-star reviews that say wrong film not for disney fans definitely not for young children and shows a guy hanging from a ski lift uh just trying to survive oh yeah no that's <laughs> folks when you order a movie make sure you check the right one 
Oh man, yeah, you gotta be careful because they do, they do try a lot of stuff. Uh, they'll 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 trick you if you're not careful. Well, what's even worse are the straight to video movies that are animated knockoffs of the original, and they'll like be like Frozen girls, you know, something like that, and you know, they, their hope is that people will mistake it for the actual movie. Exactly on. Uh... On Voodoo, when you get the movie deals of the week, if you're buying a digital flick, there's a movie called MI5, and you think it's Mission Impossible 5. Like, it's uh-huh. same font, and everything looks like it. Well, it's a completely different movie. So, I, not that I bought it, but I always look and go, them sneaky little, you know, sneaky, you know what? Sneaky <laughs> sneakers. <laughs> well, while the Mission Impossible sequels have been fantastic, there are some movie franchises that... Uh, the sequels go on just a little bit too long. For instance, this review for Free Willy 4, Escape from Pirate Pirate's Cove. One star review says, at this point, we must assume Willy either loves captivity or he's an attention-seeking whore. <laughs> That's just good stuff right there. Uh, here's one. Let's go ahead and hit our Batman transition. <laughs> Because you don't know if we're transitioning uh, without that sound, so. Right. There are people who are plain dumb, and then there are people like this who just are are too damn serious for their own good. This one-star review from Monsters, Inc. says, Switching from a system of exploiting children's screams to exploiting children's laughter does not make you good guys. You are still exploiting child labor. Ethical capitalism does not exist. Seriously, it's a kid's movie. Yeah, that's it. Well, don't overthink it. It's there to entertain you. Like, you can't take it literally. (sighs) People, just chill out. That's all we Relax a little. No big deal, homies. (laughs) Let's move on. This one's for you, Tony. You might uh, appreciate this. A one-star review for The Shining says, it's hard to believe that a hotel of that size in Colorado would close in the winter with all the skiing business. They have a point. They do have a point, but if only they knew there is not a ski resort in Estes Park. (laughs) (laughs) There's not, but the Stanley Hotel is awesome. I've been there a few times. I know you have as well. Um, Ah, I love going there, man. It's a place I don't get tired of uh, visiting. Estes Park is beautiful. If you're in this (laughs) neck of the woods, it is a gorgeous place to go to. It is. And finally, to close out this segment, it's something that I think we've all wondered. Yes, it is a one-star review for Taken 3. It simply says, I'm beginning to think he's just a bad parent. Uh, yeah. I agree. And now, he, everything, he, everything is taken nowadays. It is. Like, it's all he does. It's all he does anymore. Well, folks, <laughs> that does it for our Amazon movie reviews. We're heading to the final segment of the show. When we come back, it is This Day in History. Don't go anywhere. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. And we are back. We made it to the final segment of this show. It is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. 
Thursday, August 27th. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to americamatters.us, click on the shows and podcast link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix radio show. From there, you can get video or you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts, whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Dozer, Doozer, Deezer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Yeah, damn right. Because I don't want the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man to show up. So. I don't either. Yes. I don't either. While you are there, be sure to subscribe so that way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Because why, Tony? Sharing is always caring. It is always caring. And we care so much that we like to educate you guys, the listeners, each and every day with a little segment titled This Day in History. Crossing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's this day in history. Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. Christian Phoenix! With the news. All right. uh, Kicking off this day in history, 1813, the Battle of Dresden, where Napoleon defeats the Austrians. And Tony, how did Napoleon celebrate that victory? Ah, he said. Guess what, bitch? He celebrated with coronavirus, apparently. (laughs) I didn't even hit that button. Talk about a glitch in the matrix. I didn't even touch it. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, uh, yeah. He, as he always celebrates his victory with a uh, piggly wiggly from Ferrell's. Excellent. That's the answer I was looking for. All right. (laughs) This, This day in 1883, the Krakatoa Volcano. That's fun to say. Krakatoa Volcano west of Java. Krakatoa! In Indonesia, erupts with a force of 1,300 megatons and kills approximately 40,000 people. Wow. That That is sad that 40,000 people died, but there was so many cool cool words in that history lesson. (laughs) Krakatoa. All right. Uh, This day in 1922, again, a fun name to say, uh, the nicknamed flying fin Pavo Nermi runs the world record 3,000 meter in eight minutes, 28.6 seconds. Pavo Nermi. Pavo Nermi. He's a fast son of a gun. (laughs) He is. Oh, sad day in 1928. This day in 1928, 16 people die in a New York City subway accident the second worst accident in their history and of course as we know from ghostbusters 2 you know they they don't die they they still exist down there they do live on ah! i was <laughs> thinking of uh, winston down there Winston. there you go uh probably one of the scariest points in that movie was you know oh all, yeah all with the all heads. the heads appearing yeah yeah Let's move on. This day in 1938, New York Yankees pitcher Monte Pearson, no hits Indians, 13 to 0. Joe DiMaggio hits three triples. Triples. Triples, triples. I like hitting triples on this day. (laughs) Triples, you say? Triples while I meet my ruffles. A a no hitter is hard to pull off. Uh, It's funny. I get ESPN updates, and there's been twice in the last week where it's been a no hitter watch. But nobody's actually gotten it yet. So uh, no, yeah, it is tough to pull off. It is insanely a rare thing to see. Yep. All right. Uh, this day in 1950, the first transmission of a TV program from continental Europe shown on the 
BBC. So uh, in the BBC, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they transmitted the signal from, you know, obviously the main part of Europe. And uh, if you didn't know, the UK is on an island. Back in the 1950s, hey, that was a big feat. Yeah, big feet is good. Big feet. <laughs> this day in 1953, Roman Holiday, starring Audrey Hepburn, Gregory Peck, and Eddie Albert is released. Uh, movie you ever watched, Tone? No, can't say I have. I watched it back in film school. It was okay. It was okay. Yeah. Yeah, because you got to watch even the original, you know, what was the one of them we talked about this day in history? Rashomon. Rashomon. Yep. You know, it's funny about, uh, well, I digress. I'm not even going to get into that. Okay. Keep going with this history <laughs> stuff. I'll, it'll be a rant or something. All right. This day, 1955, the Guinness Book of World's Records, no, the Guinness Book of World Records is first published. Oh, I love that book. It's uh, I'm very fascinated with uh, all the different uh, records and stuff. And, you know, one of our own friends is a part of one of the Guinness uh, Book of World Records. Really? Uh, Do tell. Brian Swanson. Yeah, Brian Swanson, a.k.a. Blacktop Devil. Um, he partook in the largest Harley ride down in Paris, Texas last year. Very um, cool. It was the biggest motorcycle gathering of Harley Davidson. So he was a part of that. That's awesome. Yeah, as a kid, you know, used to always get the the newest editions. It was fun going through, seeing the pictures, and you know, the ones that always stick up in my mind are like the world's tallest man or the world's smallest woman, or you know, or the grossest, the long fingernails. Oh yeah, Ugh. yeah. There's, no, some, thank there's you. some gnarly stuff in there. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I I love it, man. We get a new edition every year at work. Um, I just love that people go after the most obscure and weirdest records. So I'm fascinated to this day about it all. I am too. Let's move on this day, 1964, Walt Disney's Mary Poppins directed by Robert Stevenson and starring, starring Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke premieres in Los Angeles. And that is a yeah. Disney classic. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Did you see the reboot? I haven't. I have no desire. Again, Lin-Manuel Lin okay. Miranda is a real-life Muppet to me, and I can't see him any other way. Yeah, it was it was good, uh, but I definitely love the original Mary Poppins better. Um, yeah. Definitely a classic, so. Well, let's move on this day, 1965. I mean, it's almost like oil and water. The Beatles spend an evening with Elvis Presley. I'm not going to torture you guys with a really bad Elvis impersonation. So I appreciate to Leave it that. Yeah, no, I'm, it's one of those I want to work on and surprise <laughs> you one day, but it's still Ooh, bad. So you go. I'm going to do it. All right. Speaking of music history, this day in 1970, Jimi Hendrix creates his last studio recording at Electric Lady Studio in New York, an instrumental called Slow Blues, obviously before he died. Fantastic guitarist. Um, Sad that he died so young, but what an incredible, incredible musician. He was. Uh, was he part of the 27 Club? I forget. Mm, I think so. Ooh, there's another topic we got to talk about. 27 Club. 27 Club. Purple Haze! All right. Moving on. Tony's favorite baseball player growing up. 1982, Ricky Henderson steals his 119th base of the season, breaks Lou Brock's record. Number 24. Loved, loved, loved Ricky Henderson growing up. Fantastic. I love He's just so fast and stole so many bases. Uh, I had a lot of really cool baseball cards with him. 
and his stolen base record. So I'm glad he never got wrapped up in any weird scandals. Uh, Ricky, I, I I swear he would still play today if he could. Man, that guy loved the game. And he was a hell of a lot of fun off to and watch. Played in other leagues just to keep going, but a hell of an athlete. Yep, yep. This day, 1984, predates the Space Force. U.S. President Ronald Reagan announces Teacher in Space Project. Ronald Reagan? The actor? <laughs> that, was, that was a terrible thought, bro. The actor? He sounds like, sound like a girl I used to work with in uh, membership. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do a fantastic Doc Brown impression. I have no idea where that came from. No, that was a bad one. Uh, every once in a while, you know, I do tend to crap up and uh, do as... Speaking of Doc, the uh, other uh, radio uh, show guy on American Matters Media, um, off the air, he heard my Yogi Bear, and I heard what he said. He said it was a bleeping, it was a, I can't say the word, but it was a bad impersonation. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't great, but uh, it rhymed with Smitty. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Maybe something to work on. Here's one just for you, Tony. This day in 1990, the WWF SummerSlam ultimate warrior beats rick rude did you watch that one um i went back in time and watched it on coliseum video he used to run it at video madness the ultimate warrior was a weird dude man (laughs) (laughs) the power of the sky and the sun (laughs) (laughs) no wonder he poor guy no wonder he died of a heart attack he like it was like that all the time when i saw the star shooting from the skies the Warriors. <laughs> I was not a big Ultimate Warrior guy. I wasn't either. I just, I just wasn't. I love the Macho Man Randy Savage, but did not. I was. I just did not like uh, uh, the Ultimate. I'm like I'm lightheaded. Deep, 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 deep. I am not a big Warrior or Hogan fan. So <laughs> it's funny. I'll, I'll talk to my boys and you know talk about you know the good old days of wrestling and say oh yeah you know the ultimate warrior he used to be a, a wwf wrestler and they're like don't you mean wwe it's like oh i forgot that uh, they yeah. have no idea that the wwf was the wwe before it was yeah no i always love good day in wrestling you could always add a wrestling one i'm good man i love the wrestling <laughs> stuff but uh, yeah he was not a big ultimate warrior no nah. he was a weird he was a weird cat yep all right finally uh, this day in history this day in 1990 no fences the second studio album from garth brooks is released uh billboard album of the year in 1991 uh garth i'm not a big country fan i always appreciate garth brooks and then finally before we close out the show folks we've got uh, some holidays today is just because day just because sure holiday kiss me day national banana lovers day did you say kiss me day i did world i need to find some ladies today world rock paper scissor day and something that i'm gonna enjoy national hamburger day Ooh, Ooh, sounds- yeah hamburgers with paper scissors spot yeah dig it folks that does it we will see you tomorrow for a friday with our <laughs> segment good news everyone have a good day <laughs> <laughs>